You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Locked on Longhorns podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kahn. You can follow me on Twitter at PatSportsGuy. Follow the show, Locked on Horns. Thank you for making us part of your day whenever you listen to this. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And once again, thanks for following along. Make sure you check us out. All of our work on iTunes. We're on Radio.com, Spotify. Like, subscribe, and, uh, you know, leave a review wherever you're getting this podcast. All right, so today we're going to talk some Texas Longhorns uh, as, as far as the transfer portal. All right, let, let's focus on a particular player, uh, Darian Kendrick, former five-star recruit from Clemson, uh, recently dismissed from the program. He's going into the transfer portal. There are a lot of teams that are interested in his services. One of those teams... Said to be in the mix, according to 24-7 Sports, is your Texas Longhorns. It's going to be really interesting. He's uh, He earned all ACC honors as a sophomore and junior. Uh, he ended the 2020 season 20 tackles, 6 breakups, and an interception. He is the top-rated cornerback transfer of the offseason and the number 26 overall prospect in 2018. And the number one prospect out of the state of South Carolina. And so according here, uh, Cammie Griffin of Longhorns Wire writes that Texas is one of the few programs in the mix. According to Chris Hummer, Texas has been active in the transfer market this offseason, adding a trio of players, including McNeese State, Darian Dunn. Longhorns bring back a pair of starters at cornerback in Deshaun Jamison and Josh Thompson. But Kendrick would be a talent upgrade. And I... I, I agree with that 100%. I think he would be. Maybe you could take, if they could get him to Texas, you could take Deshaun Jameson, move him to the slot. You know, he's a little more athletic there, I, and I think he can he could do well with battling some of those guys in the slot. It would be a very interesting addition, and obviously the team needs to do their due diligence, especially considering who they go up against. When you look at Oklahoma and you look at the number of wide receivers that, that they have with, you know, and you could throw in Stogner as well. He's kind of that H-back tight end. New school tight end, more of a receiving guy, not as much the blocker. Obviously, they have Jaden Hasselwood. They have Marvin Mims and Theo Weiss. They've got guys up and down. Uh, Trajan Bridges. They've got guys. You need to be able to cover those guys. So it would make sense. For Darian Kendrick, or at least for Texas, to take a look at Darian Kendrick. See if maybe he might want to go uh, to Texas. Now, it's unclear at this time what those disciplinary actions were. that caused him to miss several games last season. They're going to have to see what exactly is going on. Maybe talk to some people around him and figure out, is he a good fit for what Steve Sarkeesian is trying to do? And I, I think when you look at that talent level, you can't. Not look. I mean, you can understand that, oh, okay, well, he, you know, he has discipline issues. But, you know, sometimes it's not so much the the player itself. Maybe it's just a situation. There's not a match. And, and that's the big thing. When when these recruits and you know, transfers are looking to go to another school, uh, you got to find the match that's right for you. And I think that's 
might be the case here. It, it might be. I'm not going to say one way or the other because I don't have any insider information on Kendrick and and what he what he what had transpired, uh, what happened. You know, maybe it was the defensive coaching. Maybe he wasn't a good match with Brent Venables. You know, maybe it was Dabo. Maybe it was him. There's a, there's a multitude of things, but I think it's important for them to look at this because they need to upgrade that defense. They need to upgrade that secondary. I like Josh Thompson, but I don't know if I want him as my number one or number two corner. You know, Darian Dunn is the guy that they brought in. Why to put him in? So, you know, though to put him on the outside, he has size, he has length, he has experience. Same thing with Kendrick. Obviously, playing in the ACC, level of talent's not as high. Clemson is so far above them, but every year they're in the playoffs, so they're playing that higher level. They're playing the Alabamas, the Georgias. They're playing the Ohio States, the Notre Dames, you know, and the Oklahomas. So, you know, you definitely have to look at this. It would be dumb not to look into this and upgrade this defense as best you can. This defense not only has issues on the secondary, but they have issues on the defensive line. More so on the edge, and and not in terms of they have bad players. They just have a lack of elite talent. They don't have that guy like a Joseph Asai. Could they have that guy? Well, they might. Now, we don't know what Jatavion Sanders is going to do. He Obviously, he was a pass rusher at Dan Ryan, but it seems like he is more in tune to be playing on the offensive side of the ball as a tight end, wide receiver, hybrid Maybe he's that X for Steve Sarkeesian in his offense. You know, maybe he, he splits out wide at tight end, gives him another weapon to throw to. But if you look at, yeah, Moro Ajomo, Jacoby Jones came back. They've got to find a way to create disruption on the edge. That is what has been lacking so much now. You know, with Bo Davis coming back, that was the last time that this defense really had edge pressure was when Bo Davis was coaching. You had Joseph Asai. You could do some blitzing. But they've got to find guys who can win one-on-one. That's that's where it starts. And, and that's where it's going to end. They've got to be able to win one-on-one on the outside. But the one thing that helps the pass rush is a really good coverage team. And that's why I say look at Kendrick. They need to find a way to get him to Austin. Help that pass rush out. By helping your coverage out, that's going to be a huge part of it. All right, but let me tell you about our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible to stock all the parts you need at those traditional stores. So why endure the often pointless, seemingly intimidating questioning? What all, what type of truck are you driving? Is it an LT? Is it an XLT? And while you're telling them all that, they're at the counter looking up parts, and only telling you about the parts that they choose to carry based on contracts, different things. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other things. And how do you save money? By using rockauto.com. They are very affordable. The chain stores have different price tiers, but with Rock Auto, you don't have to do that. Do-it-yourselfers, professional mechanics, they all get the same price at rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for the auto and body parts need from hundreds of manufacturers. rockauto.com's catalog is unique. 
and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts for your vehicle, uh, which brands you want, specifications, prices. Best of all, there's no sign-up, no accounts. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in there. How did you hear about us? Box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, go to rockauto.com. Betting on college basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're going to jump into some hoops talk as we get ready for the Big 12 tournament. That's going to take place starting on Wednesday. Texas will have to wait a day as they take on Texas Tech, the three-seed matchup of the Texas Longhorns against the six-seed Texas Tech. Texas Tech has won seven of the last eight in this matchup. Can Shaka Smart get over the schneid? Can he finally win that game? You know, it's interesting. We're looking at the ESPN power rankings when it comes to college basketball. They do their top 16. Oklahoma State's coming in at 13 in this power ranking. And just ahead of them, you have the Texas Longhorns, who, if you look at their previous ranking, was in that same order, except they were a little lower in the rankings. Texas moves up two spots, uh, as well as Oklahoma State. Texas coming in at the number 12 team. Uh, in the country when it comes to the power rankings, according to ESPN. The narrative surrounding Texas is that the Longhorns aren't playing well as they were earlier in the season. While that might be true, they've still won six of eight to end the season, and we're the only team that's beaten Kansas in the last month, so don't write off Shaka Smart's team in March. What could take Texas to the next level in the next few weeks is forwards Greg Brown and Kai Jones uh, producing at the same time. Both players have shown flash of their ability this season, but the future first-rounders have rarely done it on the same game against Iowa State last week. They combined for 29 points and 12 rebounds, and Texas rolled the Cyclones. In the win over Kansas, it was 23 points and 12 boards. They're both versatile, athletic matchup nightmares for opponents and can really cause issues in the dance. And I think that's, that's right if you look at it. I mean, obviously, Greg Brown, he's a hes a guy that likes to dunk the ball, but he has length. He has that length and size that can be a matchup, and, and Kai Jones is the energy guy. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Block on one end of the court, head down to the other, catch a lob pass, dunk at home. These are guys that can create on both ends because of that length and size. And that's why going up against a team like Oklahoma, who doesn't have that length, it causes problems for them. That's going to be a big issue for teams like that. Now, if teams don't have size, it's hard to combat that, especially when you factor in. They also have Royce Ham and they have Jericho Sims. So you have more guys on the inside. Kamaka Hepa, he's a guy who has size. He can produce for you inside, but he also has that outside shot. You know, so it's not surprising to see Texas kind of where they're at. Uh, you know, so we have Texas at the number 12 team. Uh, that, you know, 12's good, I think. I mean, if you look at their ranking, they're not quite there, but, you know, I, I think it's close, and I think it's interesting. But Jay Bill has put out the Bill's plan on ESPN, where he's talking about putting all the 68 teams. At number 14, he has the Texas Longhorns. You know, the Longhorns have lost seven games, but all by razor-thin margins. You know, a couple plays, you know, here and there. 
you know, make a shot, get to the free throw line, make your free throws. A couple plays can change the entire dynamic of, of this team, really. And, you know, they, they said, I like Texas better than the metrics do, largely because of guard play and experience of climbing the ladder. Texas has three playmaking guards in Matt Coleman, Courtney Ramey, Andrew Jones, all can score, hit a game winner, put up 20 or more. The keys will be Greg Brown and a talented wild card, a... And Jericho Sims. Sims is one of the players to watch. He's so athletically gifted and bouncy. Sims can rebound, finish, protect the rim. If Browns and Sims can give the Longhorns consistent production in March. Texas can make a nice run. Shaka Smart has done it before. And while that's true, Shaka Smart has done it before. He hasn't done it in Texas. And, and that's the question is, can he get it done this year? And for me, if he can't do it this year, when is he going to do it? That's my big question. You look at the talent. I mean, and Billis mentioned Coleman, Ramey, Jones. They've got to get them going together. It seems like there's nights where it's Jones and Coleman. Maybe it's Jones and Ramey. Maybe it's Ramey and Coleman. They can never get consistent play from all three of them. I think if you get the consistent play from them, Greg Brown, Sims, that, that's the key is getting these guys on the same page. Now, Sims is not the guy who's going to score a ton, but if he's doing his job rebounding, making it difficult to go inside, you know, being that physical presence, you add in, like we said, Kai Jones, a guy who can come off the bench, and he can provide for you. That's why they have him 14th, because I think, like, you see it, right? You you see what they can be. They just can't do it consistently enough. And, and that's the big question. Can they get consistent play? Uh, and, and we don't know. Uh, the other Big 12 teams just ahead of Texas on the Jay Billis plan yes kansas at 13th fair to say they're one of the hottest teams in basketball right now west virginia at number nine not a surprise there at all uh, you know they they have players who can make plays and you know they split uh with texas uh in their season series and then you gotta scroll all the way up you get to number two the baylor bears uh first two games off a long pause uh had imposter <laughs> In Baylor uniforms, after getting legs and lungs back towards normal, games against West Virginia and Oklahoma State shows the Bears were almost back to near unbeatable. Of course, Baylor is beatable, but like with Gonzaga, it will take one hell of an effort. Jared Butler is having a first-team All-American season and should be the Big 12 Player of the Year. There's not a better two-way star in the Big 12. And while that is true, we'll see how Baylor looks. They've had issues getting on the court because of COVID-19, you know, the ongoing issue there. Uh, but Baylor was by far and away the best team in the Big 12. No no question about it. And I, I still expect them to win the Big 12 tournament. I don't think there's any questioning that they will likely be there. Kansas could be there. Texas could be there. I, I think Texas could, but they're obviously going to have to get past Texas Tech to do it and likely set up a matchup with Kansas. I think the winner challenges Baylor in the final of the Big 12 championship. So those those top three teams are the ones to watch, in my opinion. I, I You know, when, when you look at these basketball teams and how they're performing, and like I said, Kansas is really hot right now. Uh, but it all comes down to can Texas beat Texas Tech tomorrow night, or I'm sorry, Thursday night. That's going to be the question. Can they finally get over this night? Can they finally beat Texas Tech? One thing that they've got to do in this game, they have got to find a way to neutralize 
Mac McClung because he's a guy who can get hot. He can hit a lot of shots for you. We saw it in Austin, what he can do, take over a game, kind of help out. Uh, but the the other big thing is, is going to come down to the play of, of Ramey, of Coleman, and of Jones because these guys like to shoot the three. And if they're not able to hit their shots, that's where the problems be, become in for the Texas Longhorns. That's where they really got to watch out. They've got to find a way to get those guys going early and often. Because uh, when those guys are blowing and they're kicking the ball around and ball movement, um, that just opens up for others. You know, that opens up for Greg Brown. Uh, you know, that opens up on a, on a pick and roll to Jericho Sims. Maybe it's a, you know, a pick and roll where they lob it to him or... Or same thing with, with Kai Jones. You know, these are the guys that they have really got to pick up uh, this upcoming game against Texas Tech. Like I said, it's going to be a huge matchup. Uh, but let's uh, talk about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to get all of your sports action. Football's over, but we have NBA. We have college basketball. We have March Madness coming. NHL in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds, and props on almost Everything you can imagine. I want you to head on over to betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKED on L O C K E D O N. You're going to get, with Bet Online, you're getting all the news, scores, odds, the best way to place your bets. And guess what? Absolutely free. Head on over to betonline.ag on your computer or use your mobile device to sign up and play today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code locked on L O C K D O N at Bet Online, your online sportsbooks experts. As we head into the Big 12 tournament, there's only one place that's got all the info you need on the Big 12 five days a week, and that is Locked On Big 12. The host, Josh Neighbors, delivers his unique brand of Big 12 basketball coverage, Big 12 conference coverage. Definitely have to check them out with all the in-depth look at the conference Monday through Friday. Subscribe to the Locked On Big 12 podcast wherever you get your podcast. Well, the Texas Longhorns have their pro day coming up, and one of the big players to watch is going to be left tackle Samuel Cosme. And, and for multiple reasons, this is a guy that's been talked about as a first-round pick, fringe first-rounder. Not as much lately, more so earlier, but... As we know, in the NFL draft, anything can happen. So we wanted to look at some, some potential landing spots. Starting with the 17th pick with the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, that is an interesting one because they traded Trent Brown for cap reasons, but they traded him away. So they're going to be looking to figure out what they're going to do on that offensive line. they got to find a way to protect their quarterback and Derek Carr. Now, Cosme isn't the sexy pick, and I understand that. But you have got to find a way to protect your quarterback, their blind side, or play the right tackle position. They've got to protect. Obviously, got to be good in the run game. Samuel Cosme can do both. The great thing is he can play both spots. He started out at right tackle, moved to left tackle after the departure of Connor Williams. You know, So he's a guy that can fit right in, and a, a guy I think you have to pay attention to, a guy that can come in immediately. He can make a contribution to this team almost immediately, like we were saying. So he's that's definitely one to watch. Another one you're going to watch is the Washington football team. Just two picks later at the number 19 spot overall. 
Uh, now, Washington obviously needs a quarterback, but they've also got to find a way to protect him. You know, you got to find a way to protect him, whether it's Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, or maybe somebody on the trade block. Maybe they draft someone this year. Now, they might use this pick at number 19 overall to get a quarterback, maybe a Kyle Trask, maybe a Mac Jones. You know, there's some guys that they could get towards the middle of that first round, the middle to late at that 19 spot. But if they can, if not a quarterback there that they feel comfortable with, find a way to protect your quarterback. They've got to do that. So that's why you look at Washington. Uh, right, they need to draft a quarterback, yes, but they've got to find a way to protect that blind side. So that's why Washington football team could be a spot for for them. Uh, then you move on. You look at the Indianapolis Colts uh, at the 21 spot. They just made a trade to get Carson Wentz. So you got a quarterback now after Phillip Rivers is retired. What do you do at that spot? I mean, there's, there's a plethora of ways that they can address this position or this draft slot. Samuel Cosby is one of those. You got to find a way to protect your quarterback. Uh, and so, with uh, Costanzo retiring, who's going to fill in? That's where you look. You look at Samuel Cosby right there. Uh, I think it, it makes them one of the better offensive lines with Cosby. Um, you already have uh, left guard Quentin Nelson, who's, you know, outside of Zach Martin, one of the best offensive guards. In all of the NFL. You know, it's only going to help Cosme on that side. So that, that would be a smart move. Uh, we could look at the New York Jets. You know, they have Sam Darnold. Uh, if they don't take Panay Sewell early on, maybe they wait. Maybe they trade back. Uh, they do need offensive line help. They do have Mackie Becton from last year. But give him another one. Get you another young offensive tackle we've seen this in years past specifically with the dallas cowboys they reloaded their entire offensive line through the draft when they did tyron smith you know and then they added zach martin and they added travis frederick uh and then lyle collins they got after the draft you know but they've done it with young guys relatively young guys and that's how you're gonna have to build around a quarterback they need to find out what they have in sam darnall but what they need to do to find out what they have in him is you got to protect him and and that's why you could put Cosme in this situation as well. Uh, another one that we've heard quite often is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, now, the Jaguars are in a similar situation as the Jets. They have two first-rounders. The first pick is going to be on Trevor Lawrence. Let's not overthink it. Let's not get cute. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence. But who are they going to use to protect the quarterback? Um, you know, so look at Cosme there. He gets to join a former teammate. And Colin Johnson, who's playing wide receiver out there, you can add him there. Or, why not send him to University of Austin at Baltimore? I'm talking about the Ravens. They definitely do like uh, they do like their Texas Longhorns. They like Big 12 players in general. And if Orlando Brown does move, you know, there's been talk about being traded, you can go ahead and, and look at Cosme there uh, to make that an all-Big 12 offensive line once again. Uh, you know, he would see his old teammates in Devin DuVernay, uh, Deshaun Elliott, and then obviously you have Tucker there as well. Go ahead and plug him in there at the Ravens. But I think first round, that kind of fits where some of the teams could look to get him. Uh, you know, 
Pittsburgh was another one that I was looking at as a potential landing spot for Samuel Cosme. There's going to be plenty to make of that. Uh, coming up on Thursday, we have the Pro Day uh, that is going to be broadcast on the NFL Network. We're going to you know, come Thursday, Friday, talk a little bit about it, see who performed well, who helped their case as they're getting ready for the NFL Draft coming up next month. Uh, this process is going to move quickly, so we're going to have to pay attention to all of that. Uh, but that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Longhorns podcast. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. We'll be back to get you official preview, get you ready for Texas, Texas Tech in the Big 12 tournament. That's going to do it for me. I'll catch you all tomorrow. Hook them.